Hey everyone, welcome back to Dr. D's Social Network Podcast. And today in the solo cast, I want to take a little bit of a left turn. Now, many of you may know or may not know that the profession that I'm in is the fitness industry. And while I don't talk a lot about it during the podcast, it's something that has definitely had a big influence in my life. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about it, but in the sense of technology and fitness, it's kind of a preview for what I'm doing for my upcoming talks uh, related to fitness and technology with IDEA at the IDEA conference. Uh, I also wanted to touch a little bit on a preview related to my compassionate coaching article that will also be coming out through IDEA and Outside Magazine. So first, um, I think technology and fitness is something that was really interesting during the pandemic. And I've had the opportunity to talk with a lot of people in the business who were either thriving during uh, this time or were really hurting. And I feel so much for my colleagues who are having such a tough time during the pandemic and we're starting to crawl back out of it and see the light of day. But there's also people who also thrive during it as well. And that's also wonderful news. But I think one of the enduring aspects of the pandemic um, that is here to stay and that I also think was a big part of where things are going in the business is the real growth and online training, whether it be through group exercise, whether it's through personal training, online program design. Uh, there's certainly a difference between all those things. But I think we can all agree that most facilities, clubs, trainers, instructors move to that modality at some point during the pandemic. Now, you had people in the business who didn't move towards that and decided, hey, this is not for me. I'm going to kind of sit this one out. And I have a lot of respect for, for anyone, regardless of the path that they went. You got to do you. It's a big point. You got to do you. But I do think that we're in an age where it's undeniable that the link between the opportunities in fitness and technology are just going to increase. And I know there's some of my colleagues who may think differently. And again, I respect that opinion. And, and I think we're all should be open to say how we feel about it for that. For me, my point of view is I really think it's here to stay. And a lot of my talks for presentations are about the impact of uh, technology and fitness and how that impacts virtual fitness work, whatever that means. And I think it's pretty clear um, if you're attending the IDEA 2021, the World Convention, you listen to my presentation on that, um, you will get a clear sense of where we've been, where we are, and where we're going both in technology and in fitness. And I think you'll see that they are merging together, coming together in a very rapid expansion way. And because of that, I feel that there's a place and there's another fork in the road for fitness professionals. So let me speak to my colleagues specifically on this one. Is I believe we're coming towards a day where you no longer have to kind of do the same thing. You know, get up super early in the morning, train clients, have that afternoon off, and then train again in the evening time. I think that you're going to be able to control your schedule much more, 
have a, a much better um, balance to your day that you may want. And I'm really, really psyched for that. And I know because I've been living that, um, doing virtual fitness, live virtual fitness, which I changed to about four years ago, has greatly impacted the scope of my lifestyle and that I have way more time on my hands. I could pursue many of my passions, um, hobbies that I wanted to pursue. And I think one of the other things is I cut myself off. You know, for me, it's, it's easy to go after more opportunities, but I think it's very hard to limit yourself in opportunities because we're often a society of, of go-getters in the sense of entrepreneurship and people are in that the desire for more often leads to being on a wheel of more and it's more and more and more and then in the end other parts of your life suffer because of kind of the disease of more and I didn't want that but I do think you're going to have more options with fitness to be able to have the the ability to limit your opportunities but also increase them if you want and have a better lifestyle for that so you can make that choice for yourself I see these being really critical. I'm not going to dive into the specifics of it and 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 the mechanics and you know that's for the presentation all that but I do see that there is an incredible amount of opportunity out there. I don't think it'll be for everyone. I honestly don't think so. Um, again there are probably many of my colleagues who are into uh, really into and uh, taking advantage or seizing the opportunity in virtual work and there's some who won't and that's okay. Uh, there's different points of view, and I'm okay with any point of view, as long as it's not hurting anybody, um, and it's not discriminatory or really harmful. I think it's great to have different uh, points of view, and in this, I think we're going to have disagreements, but I do personally think that there's a huge world out there, and I, and I think that that world is rapidly changing and increasing. I would love to talk to you more about what that world is going to look like. Again, check out the presentation. Uh, as it comes out, actually, I'll be presenting July 9th at the um, Idea World Convention uh, for my presentation on past, present, future digital technologies and the impact on virtual fitness work. And uh, I think there's a future. And that future is here and rapidly, rapidly growing exponentially. It's an exciting time for that. The other thing I wanted to uh, talk about a little bit was a little bit more about compassion. I'm releasing an article coming up in the future here. <clears throat> Pretty big article on compassionate coaching. And again, I can't wait for you guys to read it. But I think there's a big place to discuss in the lexicon of fitness and wellness, the concept of compassion, which I think many of you know about. But I also think that it's really critically important that to state that it has not been really pursued much in the curriculum or in the ecosystem of fitness professionals. Spend a lot of time on the nuts and bolts of exercise, which is very important. I have many ideas about that and opinions, and uh, and you can refer to especially the podcasts I've done with Dwayne Wimmer. He's been on my podcast a couple times, amazing colleague of mine, and we talk a lot about the definitions of exercise, physical activity, movement, and where we're at today with that. So you can check that out anytime you'd like. Uh, but I do think compassion is given almost zero, zero emphasis in our business. Uh, we're so concerned with the 
the X's and O's, a little football terminology there, and the technicalities, tactical training, all these things. Again, they're really good, but it's much like our school system, which I feel is completely upside down. We're spending so much time on math and STEM-based things. Again, those things are not bad. However, a small percentage of the population is working in those things, and it doesn't prepare you for actually doing, being a human being. You need to learn how to take care of your finances, how to treat people better, how to cook your own food, all these things like that. In the same way with training, probably the biggest part of being a great trainer, an instructor, a fitness professional, is how you treat people, the intrapersonal connections you have with people, understanding the human psyche, and having compassion for not only your clients, but fellow fitness professionals. We've given almost zero, zero thought to that in curriculum, in certifications, in collegiate programs, you name it. Whatever it is, it's given zero thought. And that has to change. The world is changing. In the personal, and I've been a trainer for almost 20 years now, and I find that while the exercise is critically important, it's kind of the price of admission, what keeps people for a long time is the compassionate part, the personal part. And if you're not good at that part, you can kiss your business goodbye. You'll just be cycling through clients left and right, left and right, and it'll be essentially uh, very short-term uh, clients for that. You need human connection. You need to understand human connection and how compassion plays a massive role in that and how personality development also coincides with that. So I'm really excited to add those to um, the things that I'm talking about in presentations and articles and also looking forward to uh, Pathways to Success and very honored to be the first speaker for IDEA outside and uh, kicking off that webinar, webinar series and talking a little bit about my path to uh, what I deem to be successful in my life and the various ways that I feel I've contributed to the fitness profession, but most importantly, how I've contributed to being a human being that's really most important to me. So I'm very grateful for that. And I'm grateful for your time. I won't take up any more of it, but uh, this is the first. Uh, I'm hopeful of more fitness talks. So thank you again uh, for your ear, lending your ear to listening to me. And always don't forget, check out Dr. D's Social Network podcast. I'm putting out episodes every Monday, Thursday, 6 a.m. comes out both on YouTube and through all your major listening platforms for podcasts. Thank you very much.